Welcome, friends. People for Peace, Pods of Consciousness, Planetary Citizens, wherever you are today. My name is Dick Dalton. I'm your host for Glocal News in Social Artistry, where we get to talk to people that are building a more humane world from the inside out. And today we get to talk to Sarah, that's S-A-R-A, Morel Vaughn down in Austin, Texas. Are we on the line, Sarah? We are. Hello, Dick. How are you? Well, good morning. Good to talk to you again. We chatted a little bit earlier this week. How is it down there? We've, we're we're covering, recovering from a snow up here. Oh, I was listening. Uh, uh, it's great here. It's a little cloudy, but uh, pretty warm compared to you guys. Yeah, no doubt. So, you are a, a social artist, which in my book means that you are building a more humane world from the inside out. You're also an entrepreneur, a mama. I don't know. Do you have one or two children? Two. <laughs> two. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I saw some Facebook pictures of one, but I wasn't sure if there was another one. Okay. And, uh, well, what would you like to do to introduce yourself to our listening audience? It'll be not just the ones listening today, but uh, people will get the podcast later and, uh, Want to learn more about you and uh, your business, your your social activism through uh, an organization you call ELSA? Lots of things yeah. to talk about today. <laughs> there is. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to chat with you again and to connect and to share with the world a little bit about what uh, social artistry in my life means. Um, <clears throat> so I am... As you all mentioned um, before, the entrepreneur and a mom, um, I started ELSA, uh, which is a 501c3 foundation, um, six years ago now, and uh, I think that's how we aligned with Odyssey. And then I do have my for-profit company, which helps the nonprofit, and that's No More, which is a holistic health company as well. And, you know, all the little side things that we're working on. But Elsa is is the first baby, and and that is definitely the one that still remains really big in my heart and the social artistry world. Right. So we met in what twenty fifteen, I believe, out there in Ashland, Oregon, and a, a friend of mine, uh, Dot Fisher Smith, I believe, mentioned your name as someone I might meet. Did you? Are you familiar with Dot? I'm not offhand. She, she was on the board at the uh, at the Jackson Wellsprings, and uh, oh. Anyway, your name had been coming up in conversations with with the board, oh. so oh. in a good way. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Odyssey has a strange connection with Elsa, and it you know it. I, I learned when I was really young when I started seeing things of you know injustice and things I wanted to do in the world, that in order to do good, we had to wake up humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and so that's why Elsa is really rooted in education and helping each person to become aware of what they can do for the world. So Elsa, so Odyssey, Elsa is like an, an acronym, right? Not an, it is. Yes, uh-huh. So you, yeah, it stands go for Enlighten, Lift, Love, Serve, Share, Awaken. Enlighten, lift, love, serve, share, awaken, and you, <laughs> it's quite a mouthful. You, well, it, it, it they're all <laughs> certainly meaningful uh, terms, and um, I will maybe try to what as as we say on the air. We'll try to unpack that a little more after a bit. <laughs> Uh, we're also kind of name dropping here in a way with Odyssey. Uh, that's a familiar to us, but certainly not uh, that familiar to most of our listening audience. What does uh, Odyssey, the term, represent to you? Mm. Oh, that's that's one you can unpack for a while. Odyssey has thus far been an eight day retreat where. 
people from around the world come together to open up themselves to the version that they've always wanted to be, to be able to get the tools in order to take their projects or their best selves to this world and do the things that they dream about doing. And I was familiar with social artistry intensives that were uh, organized by Dr. Jean Houston and her staff. And then along came the Odyssey, which uh, seemed to have a, some of the same flavor of uh, oh, experiences and visiting guests and so on. But it seemed to also have a whole younger feel. I remember the, the intensives having a little bit uh, more my age group <laughs> and here in your uh, uh in the odyssey it's geez they're 30 something and a little younger and maybe a little older and mm-hmm. i was i was the old i was the og the the old guy <laughs> there <laughs> it, it's uh when it first was created we had this idea of the emerging leaders of social artistry um to be the ones put it on, to call out the youth, and to pass down Gene's work. But what happened was a multi-generational event, and it was really what was meant to happen the whole time, because there's so much knowledge and wisdom in the elders, and the youth has so much new to bring to the world, and there was this gap between us. Mm -hmm. And when we came to Odyssey, this organic, beautiful, amazing thing happened, and all of this excitement and energy and knowledge and wisdom was brought together and then it's just spiraled out that way and that's what it is it's a multi-generational event that brings us together and we pass Mm -hmm. on that education Mm -hmm. and it it uses the um, uh, training and in some of the exercises or processes that uh, come out of uh, gene houston's mystery schools and social artistry work and uh, mm-hmm. recorded in some of her books, like the four levels uh, or, or depths. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what, what does she call them? The four levels? Four the, levels of social artistry, yeah. Okay. The, uh, yeah. the it might be a different term, but that's physical, <laughs> physical sensory is, is mm-hmm. there are exercises that help us uh, expand our capacities there. And then there's the historical, psychological, and that's, got its own exercises and then it moves into the mythic uh, symbolic and finally the uh, unitive integral or uh, used to be called spiritual kind of interchangeable terms so it, it, it has a framework with many ways to have personal growth uh, through these processes in each of those frames Absolutely. And then Story Bridge uh, yeah. became part of uh, the whole mix with the, uh, what do you call him, playwright, uh, Richard Gere, not the actor, mm-hmm. but the, so I remember that being part of it. So there was training, there was uh, there was telling stories of your life, and then it all gets mishmashed and created into a, <laughs> a presentation of, of an evening. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful experience for me to be there in that mix. Does this uh, Odyssey has it continued? Because I haven't been able to go back to another one. It has. It has. We we have done a few um, since two two more since um, we were together at the Odyssey, and it's brought on new components to it, and it's expanded what it does. And now we're on the road. We're looking at two locations. One is Austin, Texas, of course. There's actually quite a few of the social artists that exist here within the Jean's work and who has helped put on Odyssey in Ashland, Oregon. Uh-huh. And the other, which is really exciting, too, is Maui. Hmm. We're, we're talking about um, actually, you know, maybe putting on like a train the trainers there so people who have done Odyssey before can hop on and take another level. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Yeah. So we don't have any announcement of, of dates or ways to sign up for that yet, but would people Not yet. Would people stay up on that through the Elsa website? 
Yeah, that's another part that's really exciting. So I'll take you back to the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a few years ago, I, Linda Rapond is, is like another mom, and she held up uh, a nonprofit organization branch that was called uh, Launching Pad, and it's where all this youth could come together and really be supported. And, in Oakland, uh, Oakland, California? And, yeah, Berkeley. Oh, Berkeley, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, and some of the people that were working on the board of ELSA were also working on Odyssey because of Launchypad pulling them in. Mm-hmm. And we kept getting the pull and getting the tug and getting the pull to join. And um, we we did, we jumped on, and I remember sitting with our board, and we're getting ready, Odyssey's about to go on, and we look up, and they put their sign up in front of us, and it says E L S A Elsa, and that stood for the Emerging Leaders of Social Artists. Oh, how sweet! I know, <laughs> I know. And uh, you know, the story behind Elsa and getting its name is just really cosmic, universal. It came to as like a download, and so when we saw, you know, all this to witness this. You know, we knew all this hard work because, boy, there's so much hard work going into this event. It doesn't really make profit. It's all to really help people, and it it takes months to put it on. Mm-hmm. So seeing this was a really big confirmation. So over the years, as Elsa has really helped put this on with the other foundations that have worked really hard on it, it has now been officially passed to Elsa as the main fiscal agent, as the main producer, and we are taking it on now. Um, so if people want to find it, they can come to Elsa's website, and we're creating a whole new platform for it there. Wow. Um, and we'll be doing newsletters through Elsa's platform. So if they sign up, um, they not only get free meditations, but they'll get updates about the events. And we've excitingly have added also the last year or two that you were ha- had not been able to make it, mm-hmm. a farm-to-table really big experience, different than what was happening the first time, because we really want people to understand that becoming healthy really does mean a whole wheel. And so we now include things in nutrition and yoga and massage and mm-hmm. community and self-development. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. the website is ellssa.org. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. Yeah. So, folks, yeah. you can look it up now or whenever your uh, fingers do the walking. And uh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and it has um, really cool parts about Elsa is we do live free webinars that are based on different subjects once a month. And we have different coaches that come through. Um, we've done Sudakaro, which is a parent coach, um, and she's amazing. And then we've done workshops with Vicki Hannah Lynn, who's also like a mom to me. Mm-hmm. She's a blind motivational speaker who travels the world teaching people how to live their best life. And she serves on the board of Elsa. So she, they, they do this, they sponsor their time, and they do Q&A so people can, you know, ask what's going on in your life. So if you check us out on Facebook and the website, you can join mm-hmm. for any of our events um, that we do for free. So, uh, Vicki is uh, not only B-L-I-N-D, uh, blind, uh, but mm-hmm. she's blonde. <laughs> and and when, <laughs> when you said the word, I could hear listeners going, did she say blonde or did she say blonde? What, what, what did she say? <laughs> so, it turns out I, she's both. <laughs> she, she's both blonde and blind, yes. yeah. Yeah, I get excited. I've always, since I, I was little, I make up my own little words. I like to think I'm kind of like a Rachel Ray with my E-V-O-O. She adds it to the, she came up with her own word for the dictionary. Oh, okay. So. okay. <laughs> yeah. that was, that's probably a generational thing, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who did you say? Yeah, Vicky's extraordinary. You know, I, I have a call with her every week, and if you think you're having a bad day, hmm. you know, I really challenge your, yourself to kind of think about where you could be in other shoes. And, you know, every week mm-hmm. I get on the call with her, and she went blind in her 40s. Um, oh my. So you can talk about, you know, my day or my week. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I'm blind. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really got, and she's brave, man. She'll get on the train and travel the world by herself, blind. And mm-hmm. she has some extraordinary stories to tell and no ways to help cultivate your best self, too. Well, speaking of having a bad day, uh, 
I didn't tell you I was going to do this, and you're free to not do it. Uh, but somewhere back in your past, you had a bad day, I'm sure, and, <laughs> and it's it caused you to shift your lifestyle, to question things, to wonder about what you were eating and what you were doing with your life. I wonder if Absolutely. you feel comfortable in just sharing a little bit of that shift because that's yeah. what set you up to move on into becoming a social artist uh, with Elsa and then your your business of uh, No More. and Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd love to share. I, um, I actually was at the age of 17 looking to file for, for disability. I was in the process um, of thinking that, that that was it. Life was over. I was really sick. Um, as far back as my first breath, um, I was a C-section baby that was put into an incubator and hmm. born with a staph infection and just continuous over my life. I was diagnosed with all sorts of different ailments and illnesses. And then at some point, um, there was a break and I, I realized that you, through food, um, through holistic health practices and through mindset that I wasn't disabled and I wasn't chronic fatigued and all these things that I had been diagnosed with. And I now, um, through years of studying nutrition and holistic health, am the happiest and healthiest I've, I've ever been. Mm -hmm. I have more energy than most people around me. Mm -hmm. And it is the reason, big catalyst reasons, into why I started the Holistic Health Company and Elsa. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is the power. We have the ability to heal ourselves, and a lot of it is proactive, not reactive, um, in our life. And science has now proven that less than ten percent of all disease and disorder is genetic. Um, so less, really, less than ten percent. Less than ten percent. Less than ten percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this mind blowing. Mm -hmm. When we think everything is is based on our genetics, you might be more predisposed, but. You really do have the ability to help yourself, and, and that's what mm -hmm. a big thing that we teach with both companies. And you're uh, you're familiar with the term epigenetics, which talks about how our uh, environmental events from our conception on can actually then modify our genetics and change them over our lifetime so in in some ways uh there's this uh interfacing of the environment that you're describing of uh the foods and holistic and all of everything that is involved with your change mm -hmm. actually having a, a way of modifying the genetics that probably had changed <laughs> from whatever foods and drugs and stress and things that had happened your first 17 years. Absolutely. So uh, it, it's kind of a, a dance between genetics and an environment mm -hmm. uh, because our genetics is, which is to some is a new idea. Our genetics is always changing because yeah, of our environment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like our brain, you know, yeah. The plasticity of our brains is always changing, and we're learning that we have three brains and you know, the heart brain and the yeah, gut, the gut, health, gut the brain gut. and yeah. uh, so much going on. Uh, with your mm -hmm. change, do you recall um, any special people or books or uh, oh, so much? <laughs> was there something that was sort of the trigger? The the or the thread the sh you know where you had hope uh, shifting from I mean depression is is kind of a hopeless helpless yeah. state uh, yes uh, you know to to be perfectly honest it, it was actually weight gain <laughs> that mm -hmm. was the big catalyst for me to mm -hmm. start looking into food because it was just a foreign idea that our food would affect our emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, and after switching to these, these natural foods, I just became obsessed with studying and reading. And um, the big person who 
changed my perception on what was possible with Vicky. Um, Vicky oh. Hillen, the one I just spoke okay. about. Right, okay. Yes, she was a teacher of mine in college. Oh. And the, the very first question she asked was, what would you do if you could do anything? Mm-hmm. And and that was it. We went, just a few weeks later, I hopped mm-hmm. on a plane and joined her to Bali and taught English in remote villages together. And that, she put me in a whole bunch of homework and, and set the stage. Um, so so Vicky was the, the biggest mm-hmm. shift for me in, in order to, to change that, yeah. Which shows the power of... Uh of teachers, if they've yeah. done their own internal work, then they can certainly affect the internal work of others. Uh, Absolutely. Mentorship is huge. Uh, right. You can find the right one. I, I amen that. Well, <laughs> since, since the show is called Global News and Social Artistry and, and Building a More Humane World from the Inside Out, that's that's the reason I wanted to try to get back to that shift from what was going on inside you to then how you were able to bring your personal shift out into the world through um, Elsa and and these uh, and no more and, and the projects that you've been involved in so that was why I wanted mm-hmm. to to touch back into that part of your life appreciate you sharing yeah. that and, yeah thank you for asking it's a big I mean our story is what helps changed the world and it's Mm -hmm. a big mission of mine to get my story out there to help people and Mm -hmm. with no more we've we've created a i realized in that shift that it wasn't just what we were eating it's what we put on our skin most people don't know that up to 60 percent of what you put on your skin you absorb and so when i was changing the food i realized that it was also the things around me fragrance cleaners bleach i mean these are things that people touch every day Mm-hmm. They get in our body, mm-hmm. they affect our gut, it changes our health. So that's where No More then came in. We have a organic body care line, mm-hmm. and we do. Um, we have a YouTube channel, and we share our stories on YouTube, and we interview people there that talk about um, removing toxicity from their, their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really has that social artistry aspect, that catalyst, and then using our, our wounds to, to help the world and become stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a uh, dish soap product? Uh, we make handcrafted soaps, but we don't have a dish soap product. Because that's what comes in contact with my skin a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dishwasher sometimes. Not always. I mean, we have a dishwasher, so, you know, it, it, we we do the that too. But there are things that don't work well in the dishwasher, and so my hands are in the dishwasher. Yeah, gloves. think I should wear gloves, huh? Gloves. I, it's so hard to train the brain. I'm all about being quick. Mama two. I have three dogs. I've got two companies. There's all these things that you're juggling, and I'm trying to be quick all the time, and I pay for it every time I don't use the gloves with the dishes. My hands are dry and cracky, and thank the heavens mm. for our balm because that's the big thing. I, I just lather with my balm every night, but if you just wear the gloves, it just takes training our brain as a new oh, habit. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Hard first world problems, isn't it? <laughs> yes, uh, these would be called uh, first world problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what should I do with my hands in the dishwater? <laughs> we actually were just going to do a little uh, podcast meme thing talking about putting the clothes on because it really is. It's training our brain. Mm. Little daily habits that can yeah. make a, a big difference when it comes to our health. Right. So when it, mm-hmm. when you make it convenient... You know, and you may have to come out with a glove line because, you know, there's gloves. They have the latex <laughs> gloves, and they've got their little chemicals in them, too. And They do. Oh I know. My it's goodness. so hard when you, when, you get, <laughs> when you get into the shift. There's just so much oh, that huh? it feels intense. Where, where do you find what's healthy? I'm a big tree person. Um, tree? And that's, we use, yeah, we use Barks oh, in oh, every okay. single product that we that we produce. We have mm-hmm. tr- specific tree barks. So I know trees are good. There's one. <laughs> good. You can hang out in the trees and the wood and, and you're safe there. So maybe we can make a, a wooden glove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound very flexible, but hey. No, probably uh, not. Know. Probably not. No. <laughs> but there is natural soaps. I'm sure you, I'm sure you know about those. Yeah. So uh, in your 
discussion of, of all of these things, the the thing that often comes up, I'm sure, is how individual each one of us is and that your sensitivities are not my sensitivities and mm-hmm. and uh, and this has to do not just with the you know the dish soap or, or the physical things that touch our skin but it has to do with sensitivities of ideas of uh, emotions of the energies that we're um, walking through and, and and interacting with every day uh, absolutely there's a big story actually that this brings to mind for me the chronic fatigue I was diagnosed with. It. I don't remember at what age. Mm-hmm. And what happened is I was just repeating it and saying to myself, oh, I have chronic fatigue. I'm mm-hmm. tired. And I was giving myself this card out of everything. Oh, I have chronic fatigue, so I need special care. And I, I get to run around grumpy all day because I'm tired. And my husband says to me, um, I don't maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. We're, we're out and we're having a great time. And he says, you know, that's the one thing I really don't like about you is this story you tell yourself. And he has a way with words. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was so appalled. I went into the bathroom and during the time for me to pee, mm-hmm. I changed my life from that one statement. All right, Bo. <laughs> I know. I know. Everywhere else in my life, I believe that we can manifest and we can create and our mind has the ability, but when it came to this, mm-hmm. this is my Achilles heel, and I couldn't change that. Mm-hmm. What was I thinking, right? So we have these deep wounds that we hold on to mm-hmm. that don't serve us, and I really challenge everybody to open it up. That's all it took, and now that's it. It's gone. I'm not. I, and when I looked at it, the reality was that it was just this I, uh, band-aid that didn't need to be there anymore. That wound no. was gone. I wasn't unhealthy anymore. Yeah, so we, that collective story, what are we telling ourselves? Mm-hmm. And it took his, in a sense, courage to <laughs> criticize yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, we've had a couple bow moments. I, his his love language is, is quite unique in how he, <laughs> he comes off, and he has thankfully uh, changed my life in many ways, and, and that was one. All right. When's he writing yeah. his book? I love the bow language book. Once his friends actually made him a shirt with all of his text messages on it, because that's how amazing he is with his bow language. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, us yeah. men need need to have uh, guidance and, and and conversation with uh, with the men world too. So, uh, encourage yeah. him. You know. uh, absolutely, it is. It's super important for that community on both ends. Mm-hmm. Well, Sarah Morell. Vaughn, we're going to take a short break. Uh, it's uh, half past the hour, and our engineer, Dennis, will do a few station breaky things, and we'll be back in just a few minutes to have a, okay. a little more conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back, friends, to Glocal News in Social Artistry, where we're talking with people that are building a more humane world from the inside out. I'm your host, Dick Dalton. My guest today is Sarah Morell Vaughn, who's uh, living down in Austin, Texas, with her husband, Bo, and a couple of kiddos. Uh, welcome back, Sarah. Thank you. And you have uh, this business called No More. I went to the website, and uh, you've got uh, a pretty big product line uh, (laughs) that makes a lot of, um, oh, you know, when you go to the health food store, products make a lot of claims. (laughs) 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 And it's one Uh of those areas that, uh, uh, well, how do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to be uh, a little bit in that role today. That they look like uh, you know everything from mouthwash to uh, uh, face mist and and different kinds of things. Uh, can you kind of go through the the journey of uh, 
beyond what you've already told us of, of making personal shifts in your life uh, with foods and, and holistic health and the research you've done, what, what led you to trees and, and to the, the ingredients and the, the ideas for products? And how does a, a business like this happen? <laughs> I, I remember a few years back, a, a company asked to interview me as a paid survey for running the company. And as the guy was interviewing me, his face just changed quickly because every qu- question he asked when he said, well, how did you pick this? And I said, spirit. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> spirit. Spirit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't helping his, his, uh, his questions at all. Um, you know, that IntelliKey, that, that higher source that comes through and, and guides us with a big proponent into opening up no more and um, shifting how we create things. But mm-hmm. I have <clears throat> the last catalyst for me was getting a rash from, I don't know if it was the face wash that I was using. And I started looking into the products and they're just full of chemicals. I mean, mm-hmm. even some of the organic ones have aluminum in them and we do, mm-hmm. we absorb that. So then that led me down to the do-it-yourself path, and I started creating them, and somebody once said to me, uh, a girlfriend of mine from San Francisco, she said, well, I'd like to buy some to gift it out. And Elsa had been uh, existing as my first baby for one year at the time, and I thought, well, if I create another company, I'm going to do it, and it's going to help Elsa. Um, and I was in the you know shower, that's her best thought. <laughs> and I got this, no more waste, no more toxins, no more than what you need. Um, and that's that's where no more comes from. I really stand mm-hmm. up to no more, no mm-hmm. more toxicity. Um, we're now officially nature of no more. So if you look on YouTube, it's nature of no more. Ah, um, nature of no more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Facebook and our websites, nature of no more.com. And, um, so then I convinced my best girlfriends, Jackie Reem, Asia, um, even Liv, Liv was a part of Odyssey for a short period of time to help, create this amazing product line that goes above just natural, but to using ancient secrets that our medicine men and women have been using, you know, from the dawn of time. That's really where our pharmaceuticals come from, Mm -hmm. you know, like aspirin from trees. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of research. We're still doing research. I've actually have a world renowned natural healer that's worked with um, Mother Teresa and Dalai Lama that's been doing coaching with us. Um, an ex- extraordinary, and his protege, um, Clint Rogers, has been helping us, and he's extraordinary. If you guys want to check out their work. So we've got mentors. We've been doing the research. The last big thing for me, though, was I went to Anchor Wat, and I talked to trees. Trees talked to me, and I stuck my hand on the tree. And the whole trip from going to Thailand and Cambodia um, was really centered on using no more to help the world. Um, I read this amazing book called Fully Alive that's written by Tyler Gage. He's the founder of Runa. If you've seen the teas in the store, he's a friend of mine. And I actually um, came along with him before he was big, before he had became so successful. And his mission was to help the Amazon. Um, and he created a tea company that helps the people that live there to live in a way that creates an environment that's good for the world, good for the, for them, and, and doesn't destruct the Amazon. Mm-hmm. So he created this book called Fully Alive that's on the edge of your seat. You want to read another page. It's definitely going to be a film, and it's all centered around creating a business consciously. And so I have this. This is in you know my mind and my heart, and I come up to the tree, and I tell the tree, what is it? please give me the advice. What are we missing with no more? I really want to help people. And of course it says bark. <laughs> um, I love puns. I love plays on the words. And I started laughing all through Anchor Watt because of course it's bark. Um, we already at the time used one bark, slippery elm bark, um, in many of our products. And since this trip, we have now researched and added multiple barks to our line. And are looking to add even more because there's just they're just amazing. Trees have so many anti-aging, anti-inflammatory properties that science has done research on to prove that they create good things for your skin and for your body. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Uh, so several things uh, came to mind. First of all, I, I looked up uh, Fully Alive, uh, colon, Using the Lessons of the Amazon to Live Your Mission in Business and Life by Tyler mm-hmm. Gage. So if people want to go and check that out. Then okay. there, then there <laughs> was the... Uh, uh, we at the National Wellness Conference. One of our speakers. I'm not going to get his first and second. I mean his, his name, but his his book was uh, called The Shaman's Apprentice, mm-hmm. I believe, and he was a uh, one of those some kind of biologist from up at the Harvard or somewhere that went down and he had a mentor and learned of the the uh, indigenous ways and uh, bark was huge in that whole education that he got so uh, it's not surprising that that you are getting the message bark (laughs) and then i wanted to make a connection to a guy that you're familiar with slightly george washington carver who was the uh, black scientist who lived at Tuskegee, I believe, and he's the one that developed all of the products from sweet potatoes and and peanuts and uh, was an artist, and he would ask flowers questions. Hmm. Hmm. And as he described it, he loved the flowers so much, or the the clay or whatever physical thing he was dealing with that it would give him the answers mm. and he would take the answer and go into his little rudimentary laboratory and put the answer <laughs> into a, a manifestation that mm. then became a a product <laughs> that was useful for um, over 300 different things that uh, they wow. started using with all these. And, and he sort of saved the economy of, of uh, the South with, with what happened. So I'm, I'm wow. familiar with this connection of, in a way, science with spirit because of mm-hmm. that one man and his practice of taking mm-hmm. spirit to mm-hmm. that level. So... I was appreciating the way you described it because it was. Uh, Isn't it uh, amazing? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> we 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 talk about you know, people talk about prayer or they talk about meditation and and various terms, and we're just acknowledging that there is a dimension where mm. answers are just eager to be shared. Yeah, but it takes. Yeah, it takes uh, Mm -hmm. our openness. It takes our question. It takes our love. I mean, if we're Mm -hmm. doing it with a different kind of a motivation, we may not get the answer that would be helpful. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What can I read before? It's what what can you bring to the tree instead of coming to the tree and asking? So whenever I come to the tree, I I just say, "Use me as a vessel." And to me, the tree is it's earth and it's the universe and it's that all the mm-hmm. energy that connects us together. Right. I mean, if we think about the um, medicine men and women from the dawn of time, you know, how do they know mm-hmm. that aspirin could cure a headache? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's something that lives within us all, and when we get still and we get quiet and we root in, we can hear it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, yeah. So you have a variety of things do you have a laboratory that you that you test these things in um, uh, so for quite a while it was a 900 square foot house in san francisco <laughs> which oh a tiny house on, okay <laughs> yeah a tiny tiny house that we were mixing and creating and making all these things in uh we have since upgraded our life um <laughs> moving to austin texas and <clears throat> we don't yet have an industrial kitchen but we we have a pretty nice size um, office with a separate balcony and um, we have a big kitchen that we mix things in so it's still Mm -hmm. very handcrafted Mm -hmm. and there's a another co-owner now whose name is Lindsay Torres Mm -hmm. and 
her background is in nutrition and holistic health as well. Wow. And she's just astounding. She she grew up walking on coal with Tony Robbins. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's really deeply rooted in into, you know, the mission of how do we help and her story is pretty fascinating as well. She was a teen mom who thought that that was, you know, it. And really her son saved her life. And mm. now she, she passes that story down and, and teaching people how they can take their adversities and make it into what makes them better. Hmm. She didn't become your gardener, but she did answer an ad that you had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you've been watching our shows. <laughs> oh, well, I did. I guess I did. You caught me. <laughs> uh, uh, it's another. I've always felt since I created um, both of them, Elsa and No More, I have known it's not mine. I don't own them. They are through me and that there is something greater going on here. And it's a team of people. Mm-hmm. And since I created No More, I begged my friends who didn't really have interest in it. Um, I've, I've longed for what I call a wife of the company. I just felt like somebody existed that was to have this. Um, and we also now have a male that owns part of the company, Daniel Glenn. He's like my brother as well. He's a Gandhi in the process. Um, just amazing design artist. Mm-hmm. Um, His name is Daniel? So for, yeah, Daniel Glenn. And he has a company called Eternal Eyes. Hmm. Um, design companies, mm-hmm. internalized design, and it's—he's on the board of Elsa as well, and he's doing a coral reef um, mission right now. He's hmm. created a program called Artquake. I know I'm going sidetracked, um, but it uses art to help change the world. So that's another part of Elsa that we didn't touch on, but Elsa has individual programs mm-hmm. in which people lead on their own. So we have one called um, Story Connective. Mm-hmm. And that is done by Rhapsody. She was one of the trainers at Odyssey. I know Rhapsody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been and at several events a, together. including amazing. Including a Building Creative Communities uh, Conference, which is happening at the end of this month down in Colquitt, Georgia. Ooh, with Joy Jinks and uh, and Teresa will be there and uh, Ginger and, and, and Rhapsody uh, probably. And I think Rhapsody is in another country first. Oh, okay. So she yeah, won't be she's there just this here, year. and then mm-hmm. they no, they they went out. Ginger and Teresa, I wanted to mention, were their own foundation of their own when it came to putting on Social Artistry Odyssey. They worked so hard, and still work so hard. And I don't know how many phone calls Ginger and I had, but it's mm-hmm. a million. They're wonderful people. That and Piggy Dean, I mean, just buckets of love and mission. If you if you want to see that, there's so right these, there in them. These, uh, we're talking about uh, Ginger and Teresa who live, they're, they're women, uh, middle-aged women that are uh, sort of given their lives to uh, service. And mm-hmm. uh, here's one way that they're doing it and traveling back and mm-hmm. forth from Georgia to uh, <laughs> Oregon and wherever they need mm-hmm. to be, and um, it's lots of work. It's a lot of dedication and and just the admiring of uh, what it means when you make a commitment and uh, how the universe yeah, responds. Beacons of light. They're just mm-hmm. amazing, and they're so grounded in love. Um, mm-hmm. Just great mentors. I I pinch myself every day at how lucky I am to have some of the wisdom and, and mentorship that I do in my life. They, and they are Peggy wonderful. Dean is the uh, uh, director at the Gene Houston Foundation, uh, right, in mm-hmm. Ashland, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. And she lives Her. in Texas, too, right? No, I think she's in well, Oregon. part-time. <laughs> oh, oh. Sometimes oh, right. she's in and Texas when I, when I talk right. to her. I remember. Yeah. Every time we play together, it's always in Ashland, oh, okay. a little cute town that pulls us all together. But that is right. I remember that now. Yeah. Her story, she's one to, she should have like 10 books out there. I mean, when you talk to that woman, she's got a lot to... Well, she was on the show story. last summers. Uh, we, we got oh, to hear yeah. a, a good bit about her in yeah. non-NLP, is that right? Uh, and different things. She's a, a master mm-hmm. uh, um, mm-hmm. teacher and guide and so on. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful people woman. and it takes uh yeah. it takes a a community to make all this happen i was going to i was going to 
plug the word co-creative or co-creator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that you created, but I also know that you co-created because yeah. it yeah. took it took the answer from the tree. <laughs> it took the, uh, you know, yeah. you were you were part of that process that uh, made it manifest, and uh, I, I I like the um, I just like to plug a little bit of the humility of we're all co-creating uh, because it we don't do anything by ourselves. We're all interdependent. Oh, man, if I, all of it has been co-creating. Yeah. Such a key point into any shift that you make is that mentorship and community and support that you get. Right. Really really important. And that, that is what we call Lindsay, the wife of the company. We're, we're co-creators in it. And, and it is, it was actually Facebook that, to answer back to what you were talking about, um, I was seeking in our mom's group somebody to co-share the land with me uh, and help garden. And, mm-hmm. and she, when she saw the post, she got the the nudge. You mm-hmm. just feel there's a little spark or something that happens. So from the minute that we first said hello, we knew it was to be to work together. It wasn't friendships unlike the other ones. We, we first contact, we came face to face. It was, what are we doing about no more? And um, it's been the mission ever since. We both wake up, go to sleep, ideas, no more, mm-hmm. and pushing mm-hmm. really to help people through that company. And she had just come from the East Coast to Austin sort of cold. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yep. Yeah. was just uh, ready to find something and bing, bing, bing. Yeah, <laughs> Florida. She they had the calling too. I was California. She was Florida, yeah. and there just was all these little things that were coming up to come to Texas. Mm-hmm. There's something special happening here for anybody that's been to Austin, Texas, and you can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel that the universe. Um, there's a lot, a lot of shifts and a lot of new ideas and and uh, stories that help change the world. Well, one of my brothers uh, was a principal at a middle school there in Round Rock for a number of years and before he moved on down to San Antonio. So I've been in the area myself. So good things happening in the Austin area, folks. Uh, Keep your antenna open. Um, (laughs) I want to remind folks to check out on Facebook or online uh, Elsa, E-L-L-S-S-A dot O-R-G. And then uh, nature no more. No, nature oh, of, nature of no, no more. more. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No uh, more toxicity. No more. What's the other? Waste. Yeah. No more waste. No more toxins. No more waste. No more than what you need. Ah. And great, then great. nature of no more. And we have, we just launched our, our YouTube channel. So if I could really try to get a, a lot of supporters on there. And I, I, forgot to mention with Runa, the foundation that I talked about with the tea, um, we partnered with them for every bottle sold. We plant a tree. Oh, and last I meant to month mention we planted, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last month we planted 100 trees in the Amazon and Andes. So mm-hmm. when you support us or you support companies like us, it's really important where you shop. You're, you're making a vote. And uh, with us, we mm-hmm. support Elsa and we plant trees. And you don't use plastic? Is that- no, no plastic. Yeah, we use all... I mean, the tops of some of our lids are plastic just because you can't get away from it, but um, almost okay. every single part that we use is either with metal or with glass, mm-hmm. um, so it's all recycled or recyclable, and even our shipping has been, everything that we stuff in our shipping is collected mm-hmm. um, and reused, and we're not, we're not, we're, we're more than a zero footprint, I like to say. With us planting trees, we leave a positive footprint. And, and people become members of uh, Nature of No More. Yeah, and you, that's you could really you know have a monthly. Member. It's kind of like joining a club uh, or a fitness <laughs> center or something, and it yeah. has its perks and and so on. So it, it's an interesting uh, business model, and uh, it sounds like great products. I may have to try one myself here one of these days. Yeah, uh, members get free coaching. So you, if you uh, become a member, you get holistic health coaching and nutrition. Um, it's one of the perks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, also, you have free webinars. You said on your on your Elsa uh, website. 
We do. And we do a lot of the, well, the live Q&As are through Facebook. Um, so if you go to Elsa's Facebook, it's felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do our updates and launch um, the event details on that site. Oh, okay. I should do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're really fun and interactive and yeah. All right. Well, we're just about out of time. Sarah Morell Vaughn, Austin, Texas, Elsa, and Nature of No More. We're looking forward to news of the upcoming Odyssey for uh, both emerging leaders and OGs and uh, the mix of generations. And, gee, I've never been to Hawaii, but... <laughs> now it's calling. Uh, maybe Austin. So maybe yeah. Austin. <laughs> yes, okay. Or both. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really enjoyed being on today. It, it's been a pleasure, Sarah. And uh, maybe we'll get Lindsay on one of these days. Yeah. Okay. Let's schedule. Okay. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And listeners, uh, next week we have a young lady from Columbia, Missouri, uh, graduated high school here, went off, got a, some uh, higher ed, is back in town, Mariah Proctor, and she's a, a book author. And we're going to talk about uh, her life and uh, what she is getting out there through her writings. And uh, that'll be next Wednesday on Glocal News in Social Artistry. So wherever you are, that is your world. Please leave your world cleaner, more peaceful and loving than you found it, because if it is to be, it is up to us. Take care. Talk to you soon.